kids to bed, dad's home. We are the DWO podcast representing the dad world order. Yeah. 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 I am the pretty face papa, Mr. Magnificent Mike Martin. And with me, as always, the other two dudes with daditudes. We need to switch. Why are you? Get out of my big rig. We haven't Same. done this in a while. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know what to do with ourselves. My bad, Mike. I just walked right into your intro. That's all right. Keep rolling. The big rig. Eric <laughs> Maffey. What up? What up? What up? What up? And the great interrupter himself. <laughs> just kidding. Sure oh, yeah. The wrestling t-shirt guy. Cephas. All right. What up, y'all? What up, y'all? All right, all right, all right. How's everybody feeling tonight, man? It's a good fucking Boys, night. We have not done this in a while. Like, I feel like I should be like, hey, as Mr. Manuel no, no. No, I was like, does he know not to say the thing? I know. Yeah, so, <laughs> see, that's the thing, too. I would say for those listening that we're going to do this every other week. But next every other week, we actually have a guest. But starting three weeks from tonight, Am I right? Or is it four weeks from tonight? Three weeks from tonight. Are we doing, are we doing every Thursday? Or every we're going to do Thursday? every other Thursday is going to okay. be uh, Wrestle Talk. So this is the first one next other Thursday. So, yeah. Two, two weeks from now. Two weeks from now, we actually yeah, have a then. super special guest, uh, the creator of Headlock Comics. Dude, I'm so uh, stoked Mr. for that. Michael Kingston. I have such a huge collection of his comic books, and I actually just got one. And this month's yep. crate, uh, and I'm super excited to check it out because I haven't read it yet. But I just got my crate today. But he's going to be a guest on our freaking show, dude. I don't know if right, you guys know the fucking brevity uh, of balls that this man carries, but yeah. he is—he's uh, known by him. everyone, loved by everyone. If you see him and Kevin Owens posted a selfie today, uh, <laughs> everybody really? loves Michael Kingston. He, you talk about rubbing shoulders, rubbing elbows with giants. Uh, this guy has known and spoken to just about everyone there is in the professional wrestling industry, so he might be a long episode. And uh, talk about, like, this dude created such a cool fucking concept. Like, you know, a lot of the wrestling community probably grew up, you know, reading comic books and shit like mm -hmm. that. Okay, yeah. I'm going to make my own and have the wrestlers help me write the stories. It's okay, cool. Is that like, one on your wall right now? Is that an FTR Michael Kingston comic on the wall? Is it this one? Yeah, is that his or is that something? No, else? that was uh, that was at Squared Circle. It was it was another artist. I can't remember his name. Artist, I can't remember his name for the life of me. I apologize, but I love. I just love that art. Like I saw it, and I was just like, I have to have that. Absolutely. Well, to be fair, to. you're an FTR, Mark. Well, it's the FTR versus the Briscoes. Um, okay, and you're a mark for the Briscoes as well, so. Yeah, like, I, it just looks awesome. But I do have, I've actually met uh, Michael Kingston twice now. Uh, met him really? once at Lexington Comic Con. Is the first time I met him, and I actually got two of his books while I was there. Awesome. Because uh, I sat and talked with him for, like, a half an hour. I'm sure Emmy was, like, can we wrap this up? But, <laughs> like, he started talking about how in one of his, like, he was good friends with Thunder Rosa. And I'm like, M, he knows your girl. You know, like, we're going to talk to him. Um, 
And just like he just had all kinds of cool stories, and we just talked forever. And like Jerry the King Lawler was sitting right there signing autographs, and it was just like it was super cool, super nice guy. And then at GalaxyCon Columbus, I saw him again, um, and talked to him there for, for quite a while. So uh, yeah, I'm super excited to have him on. Um, and if you ever get a chance to see him at a Comic Con or can get any of his comics, they are. I mean the artwork alone, but yeah. like the stories are really cool and uh, very much worth getting. I say this got, much. Michael this month's great. Yeah, I, I'd say I, I I pop around. I didn't want to say anything because I did. I got mine before yours, but you know, opening it up and seeing his name, like holy shit, he's gonna be on our show. Yeah, he's gonna be on our show, and he was just in this month's pro wrestling crate. That's what I'm saying, guys. If you're listening to, to the Dad World Order podcast right now, or you're going back in some of our old episodes. And you want to hear any enough of what we have to say to go back and do that? We're on a roll right now. We are uh, we're we're starting to catch some steam, and I'm telling you, it's nice to feel the steam. Uh, you know, because sometimes we've talked about this before. It feels like a little bit of work doing this show because we put a lot of effort into making these uh, as nice as we can and having as many good guests as we can. And and you know, it takes a lot of work. We're three dads that try to line up our schedules. That's why sometimes they don't start exactly on time and sometimes in fact uh, i know there's a thursday coming up uh i think it's in october i have a t i have tickets to something and uh it's going to be these two guys so there's going to be days where it's going to be mike and, and big rig it's going to be back, me back and to mike. the early yeah. days of dwo i just because i was thinking i had somebody asked me about the podcast the other day They're like how long have you been doing it and i was like well shit it's coming up on a year because we started, and I, I scrolled back to our very first video to see when we posted. It was September 6th, the day after Brawl Out. Because, like, what a time to start a podcast. Hey, let's talk about this, that the wrestling world is exploding over. Mm -hmm. And watching the first one, dude, like, you're doing it on, like, a super old laptop that you restored. And, like, <laughs> I'm doing it on my iPad, I think. Like, I'm pretty sure my iPad, like, dies towards the end of the episode. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was sitting, like, on just, like, a wooden chair and, like, had my iPad up on a tripod. Like, just where we've come from where we started, it's really cool. It's such a short yeah. amount of time, man. It really yeah. is. It's I love I love that it's there for us to go back and reflect and be like, this is where we yeah. are. Because it, really it really does show, you know, when you're doing it week in and week out like we do, you know, it's hard to appreciate the growth but when you go back and can look it's impressive mark my words here one day when we're big enough to where we can afford to pay for a studio amongst the three of us and we have a shared studio somewhere we're where we're taking physical guests as as guests we're going to look back at this clip right here right now right and then we're going to cut back to this clip here in like a few seconds and we're going to be all like, oh, you were right. We, we did it. We did it. Great booking. Great booking. Great yeah. Book. And it's like, if you go back and look, just like, I mean, the progression of like th thumbnails even. I mean, our yeah. thumbnails used to just be like a fucking paragraph of like what we were going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> and then like it progressed to, okay, we'll just, you know, we'll put some pictures in there. We learned how to edit. And that yeah. was cool. I don't want to uh, sound biased, but that when you guys added the third host, I you know I don't get me wrong. Brando was a great third host to begin with, but when when he had to you know step away, 
and you added that new third host. I'll tell you what. Like something magic, man. Something uh, magic. You know, love I'll, that shirt. I'll, by I'm the way. gonna I'm gonna say this. Shout out to uh, Ethan Page and Dan Housen uh, yep. for having a meet and greet in Hamilton, Ohio. And Smart Mark Sterling. And Smart Mark Sterling. Yes. Because if they would not have done that, uh, I don't know if all three of us would be here right now. Wait, I mean, Danhausen brought me out of that house that day. I, I'm a huge Danhausen Mark. We already know this. So the very fact that he did that signing there at that particular moment, when I was literally about to drive all the way out to Toyhio to meet him, which is in like the top right of Ohio, and we're in the top bottom left of oh, Ohio. Dude. The the drive to Detroit is shorter than the drive to Toyhio. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's wild. Yeah, but that's why I went out, and it, yeah. it Danhausen being an awesome wrestler is why we are a show. You know what I mean? It's yeah. pretty cool. And if Eric wouldn't have been, if wouldn't have slept through all yeah. my phone calls, <laughs> I overslept. The reason we met is because of my tardiness. And I got there late and. And Cephas was in the back of the line because he had to wanted to do his video with Danhausen, which I did. Him, you told him go to the back of the line, and if you're yep. still here, so like I roll up behind Cephas, and he's like, ah, go in front of me, and I'm like, okay. Like, you know. <laughs> I think that's what started the conversation too. You were like, yeah, and it, it was why just. The hell? And then we started talking, and I mean, I was there for Danhausen too. I was wearing a. That's what a I. That's why shirt. I explained my record to you, because yeah, sometimes I feel like it's faux pas for me to meet a wrestling fan and instantly be like, "Oh, I hold the world record or fucking burger, burger, burger." You know what I mean? But full full disclosure, I thought you were so full of shit when you first told me that. Yeah. <laughs> about the about the world record, I'm like, okay. Click <laughs> <laughs> on TikTok, like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah well then yeah like once we actually got to talk yourself i'm like dude that's fucking awesome yeah and he, <laughs> he wrote and he wrote us some like, shirts and he wrote us like uh i think i found like one of our first guests and he told us your story you're like holy shit dude that's like super interesting i was like dude we get a world record guy on here <laughs> and now we're talking about booking hall of famers for certain you know mixed martial arts uh organizations and we're talking about creators of of world-renowned comics that feature legends of pro wrestling we have multiple world champions managers to people who have wrestled against john Uh, cena to you know what i mean there's a lot of people that are on our list you know what i mean that we're starting to really get some substance here it's pretty cool dude i speaking of world champions uh, we have uh-huh. had a certain guest on here two times yes. who is now the two-time OVW world champion, the veteran Jack Vaughn. Suck it, Fightful. We've only had him on once. Yeah, Fightful. <laughs> Speaking of Sean Fightful, Ross, riding our freaking coattails, they that just had Manders on that. too. Basically asked him all the same questions we did. <laughs> Ours were better. Hey, SRS, could you not, if you're going to aggregate, could you credit, please? Thank you. <laughs> uh, to be fair, I love me some Sean Ross. Sha- Sean- oh, I do too. He's, he Ross is Sha- absolutely my favorite just journalist, personality, whatever you want to call him yeah. in the wrestling business. And I, also I, like- I personally love him just because of how uh, seriously he takes his work and how much pride he takes in it because he, if he gets something wrong, which isn't very often. He will like, okay, I was wrong. You know, he admits it. 
So, yeah, I would like him even better if he would answer one of my weekly emails. <laughs> you imagine the amount of emails that I know. Get? I mean, I, I'm with you, but yeah. <laughs> I also like Chris Van Vliet. Yes, really good content. I do too. Mm-hmm. I do too. How do you get so many people? He's just I'm like I want to be. He's the most like he looks like he was created in a fucking lab somewhere, dude. Like. You look at his face and you're just like, man, I want to be his friend. You know. <laughs> about Simon Miller. Simon Miller's the most yeah. handsome dude, handsome dude with an accent on the internet. Yeah. Dude, speaking of, so did you ever see the video that uh, him and Thunder Rosa did when she when her blood and guts figure came out? Yes. You know who you know who did the video for that? No. Tussmania. Tuss. Oh, Tuss. I thought you said me at first. Hustlemania, fuck yeah. Our boy Tussle. I just got off. That's why you guys, when we were texting about whether we're starting at 8 or 8.30, I was like, 8.30 for me, guys, because I was playing Fortnite with Tussle. <laughs> oh. Well, thanks for the invite, fuckface. Hey, man, I didn't fucking uh, know you were home. If I said, do you guys want to start at 8, what do you think? I'm fucking I'm driving home still? Then how were you still late? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> what he said. I was eating. Bird. <laughs> I get distracted. Okay. Oh, uh, right, so the reason we Yeah. What are we doing uh, a week from today? We're not going to have a show. So, just an FYI, we got to bring that up, ladies and gentlemen. I know we're Tuesdays and Thursdays every week, uh, but we're not going to be on next Thursday. At least not live. We might end up with something recorded, but we won't be live Thursday because we will be in person at Pro Wrestling Revolver, and it's going to be the indie event of the summer. This is the indie Summer Slam, and yep. what's even cooler is that next night, I think we're are we trying to go out Friday as well to go I'm trying check to see out uh, uh, Spot Monkey. Yeah. yeah, we might be trying to go to Spot Monkey. And then for sure, the very next night, we have SummerSlam, man. And that's, oh, that is shaping up to be the greatest SummerSlam, in, in, my, in my opinion, of the modern era. Since maybe like 2005 yeah. Triple H Shawn Michaels match. Yeah. That, that's the last time I felt this excited for a SummerSlam. I mean, and it's all because of the card. Well, and like you, you know, usually SummerSlam has that one match that you're just like, yeah, this is obviously the main event, big match, whatever. And like last year, it was what Brock and and Roman, which like is is all well and good, but like this one with Jay, it just feels different, man. You know, yeah. like the one before that was was Roman and Cena, and like that was you know obviously very big, but still not a ton of like story behind it. Summer slam tickets. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's just it's, I feel like we're gonna see some really special shit. Have down. we talked live about the uh the whole idea we've discussed together? Was that live or was that in a chat? Dude, we haven't had a wrestle talk episode in like two months, so, so probably not. <laughs> with that being said, that we need to construct to our fans what we think. Well, that's not necessarily what we think. My it's a combination of Mike's ideas and my ideas here. I want to see, which is weird because usually it's Eric doing the booking. Yeah. yeah. 
I want to see Jay let some other people do it once in a while. Win this championship, and I want to see Jay Uso win, win the championship because of some kind of fuckery with Solo, right? And Solo costs uh, Roman the victory, right? And then that leads to Solo and Jay and Jimmy all brawling with each other after Jay won, wins the title and leaves Roman in the ring alone. And all of a sudden we hear The Rock's music, which oh. Rock's already been invited publicly on the television from Grayson Waller to come to uh, his Grayson Waller effect. So The Rock very well could be in attendance. We hear The Rock's music. He comes out and he, he tells Roman, you lost the title. You 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 fucked around. You lot you think you're the, the head of the table? I'm the head of the table. And that builds towards Rock Roman at Mania, and it doesn't need the championship. And while all this is going on, let's let Priest cash it in. Boom. Right there. The and the fact that they keep referring on, on WWE television, keep referring to the elders really makes me think that there is something of that in the works going down especially you know even at this contract dude it especially with grayson waller name dropping him that's what i'm saying like you don't name drop the rock without the rock coming something's happening look the whole time la was coming everybody was talking about all the rocks gonna be in la the rocks gonna be in la right but not one time did WWE mention The Rock before LA? Okay. Nope. Everyone's talking about The Rock's coming to SummerSlam. Rock's coming to SummerSlam. The fucking WWE has mentioned The Rock three times on television, one time with a talent. Okay. So it's not an he, accident. That's not a fucking accident, man. That's not an accident. I hope that our Mark ass uh, brains are correct and that we get to see The Rock because, like I said before, I've been, this will be my uh, sixth WrestleMania coming up. I've never seen The Rock live. I saw Rocky Maivia versus Ken Shamrock at WrestleMania 14. Oh, wow. That was not The Rock. Nope. That was not The Rock. That was Rocky Maivia. I want to see the electrifying, pie-eating, jabroni-beaten, blah, 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 rock. <laughs> I need it. I need it. I, Just, dude, I, I'm thinking about, like, we're going to get a massive pop. With whatever L.A. Knight does, his music hits. Yeah. We're going to get Speaking of arguably Waller. the biggest pop of the night. But then, like, The Rock's going to come out, bro, and that place is going to have a meltdown, bro. I swear to God, I could see you know, Cena making some sort of appearance. I could see them putting Grayson Waller out there, calling out The Rock. The Rock not showing up at all whatsoever making everybody feel sad and then having the rock show up after the main event. I could see them swerve, swerve, swervy. Mm-hmm. But I'll make top it, all hey, man, that. They got to make this a big show with them having, with AEW having all in, <laughs> in London. It's the big show. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> Speaking of big show, though, it is. Let's talk about what is probably going to be one of the openers uh, that is probably going to steal the show: uh, Logan Paul versus Ricochet. Mister Rick O'Shea. O'Shea, bro, that match. That match. They've got some stuff in in store that is going to blow people's minds. I guarantee it'll you that be a, it'll Paul's, be a kick-ass spot fest for sure. 
he wants to earn our respect still. He knows there's a lot of us that hate him, okay? Mm-hmm. He knows that some of us are starting to like him, but he still wants to earn it. I'm telling you, this is going to go 20 minutes. It's going to be knockdown, drag out. We're going to have swollen chests. We're going to have red marks, and, and, and he's going to earn it. This is going to be that match where people are like, oh, man, when he wrestled at SummerSlam versus Ricochet, that's when I knew he was going to be a WWE superstar. You know what I mean? And not just a celebrity who got a fucking contract. I'm I've still heard. not gonna like him like ever. I don't. Yeah. Really hey, that's care cool. We can boo him live. Yeah, at Detroit, I'm Ford in. Field. Dude, it's gonna be so cool. So is Ford Field? We should have probably looked this up before. Is Ford Field open? Is this a fucking open stadium? Yes. Oh, oh, oh. the pyro Summer is night. gonna be so awesome. Summer night. Oh gosh. Oh yeah. Better check the forecast. I don't care if it's raining, dog. I'm out there. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Plus, we're going to be in nice covered seats, probably. So. <laughs> oh, look. What's in my recent search history? Section 227 at Ford Field. I wonder who's sitting there. <laughs> oh, maybe row six. <laughs> maybe four seats in a row. Me, you, and the uh, stepdad, Justin. Dude. Stepdad. We have our own Brandon Cutler now, by the way. If everyone uh, would like to know, Justin, my my uh, brother, is now officially going to be our uh, videographer documentarian. Uh, Dude, like I'm looking at these views from our seats. Like, we have really good seats. You're welcome. Oh, We're not doing that for me, Mania, I though. Like I, said, Mania, I just want to be there. I don't give a shit. Which we're gonna have to discuss more about this offline, but I think we're gonna end up having to buy separate chunks of tickets for that, which is gonna be fine for Mania as long as we stay in the same place. It doesn't matter if we're sitting together at the event, but right. uh, we're probably gonna have to buy separate chunks because the max I can buy is eight, and I need to buy six for myself. And if okay. you if you need three and he needs two, right. we might need to do like two groups together or something okay. like that. Or something we'll have to figure that out more logistic wise. Off the show because we still got to cover all these matches, man. <laughs> uh, well, you mentioned Logan and Ricochet. I mean, that's definitely going to be some some holy shit moments oh, shit. there. Hold on, I was wrong. I apologize. It is covered. Oh, okay. Oh, the whole stadium is covered. Yeah, but it's like it's still kind of it's weird. You'll just have to. Is look it up. like LA? Is it like LA and it's open on the sides but closed on the top? Yes. Okay. okay. That's cool because it'll be all breezy and warm. Yeah. For cheesy. Yeah, I'm sure so, it, won't be, it won't be hot at all. We got Logan Paul and Ricochet. And I'll tell you one thing. For the first time in a long time, I'm looking forward to a woman's singles match that has nothing to do with a title. Well, I guess they lost a title together. But Ronda and Shayna. That, oh, yeah. I'm excited to see them kick each other's fucking ass. And the fact that they're very close friends. Uh, if they're anything like me and my brother or me and like you guys, just mm-hmm. know this. If we ever get a WrestleMania match, I'm hitting you as hard as I fucking can. Oh, absolutely. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Uh, there you're just, there will sorry. be zero soft style in that match. Exactly. Nope. I'm sorry, buddy. And that's I feel like exactly what's going to happen with Ronda and exactly uh, with Shayna. They're going to go out there and kick each other's ass. It's going to be damn near a shoot it's MMA not. wrestling match <sighs> in that in that ring. I'm so excited for that, man. And it- it's possibly one of Ronda's last matches. Is I heard yeah. she was looking for an out, and uh, in that they wanted to run this program uh, before she did so. So this could be her, her swan song. So we the definitely world. could be in store for something really special. 
could be the start of her swan song. She could be her beating Shayna and Shayna's redemption angle all the way to WrestleMania. That's you know true. what I mean? This That's could true. be a long story. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it would of feel it. kind of abrupt if they yeah. just broke up and then had a match at SummerSlam and then Ronda was gone. I read yeah. it. Was, that would it was supposed rough. to happen earlier, but because of Ronda's injury, the program got delayed. Okay. And that's what the whole tag teams and all that BS that went down. Yeah, that match has a has. I'm telling you, man, people give Ronda a lot of shit. If you look at my T-shirt video from a few days ago, uh, like I said, Ronda, when she's gone, people are gonna miss her. You know, that if oh, she yeah. definitely had some stumbles, there were some awkward ass moments, especially at the start with the Kurt Angle shit. It was definitely awkward. But she, once she got into her groove, she has consistently created great moments, man. Ronda, you guys remember the first time, like, you know, when The Rock brought her out of the crowd at WrestleMania? It's over 9,000. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. And I mean, how bad did you want to see her in the Drop. ring? then yeah. you know so we, we got that you know they brought that to us and it wasn't always you know unicorns and rainbows but you know yeah. yeah there was a lot in that promo she cut the other night against Shayna that was the truth man she she yeah. came in in one year and will be a wwe hall of famer oh yeah for sure it's crazy mm-hmm um, but this yeah again this but the, I mean, the promo i like the promos back and forth between those two I was just thinking, do we real? Do we even have all the all the matches set yet? I still, the U.S. title is not fully set yet, from what I understand. Yeah, yeah it's going to be either Escobar or Ray. I still think, I still think some something's going to happen. Absolutely, there's no way that you can't not put L.A. Knight in it, even if they don't let him win. He needs to be a part of it because he's that hot. I heard it was going to be. Uh, they were going to. Try to start something with Grayson Waller and LA Knight. Ugh. I'm trying to repeat the magic they had down in NXT because that's what kind of started uh, LA Knight's notoriety in NXT. There's also the Waller chance rub. That, we get, that we get Trish versus Becky, too. That's not officially announced. Yeah, true. Trish versus Becky. Yeah, it is because she is beat it? Zoe Stark on Raw. Is it officially announced? Yeah. Okay. All right. Then I missed that. But it, it is, then that's officially announced. And then that alone is a fucking that is a dream match. When when Dude, she, I get to see, I never never in my life did I think I'd see Trish Stratus wrestle live and it's at happened. SummerSlam. So, yeah. ah! and then, Bro. dude, the, I mean, so I'm gonna follow this up with we got also the triple threat, the women, yes, dude, dude, the women are bringing it. Right Both now. women's championship matches, though. Yeah. Well, they gonna, haven't announced the other one, but it's I'm coming. Gonna, I'm going to piggyback yeah. off that, but let's talk about the triple threat first. Yeah, the triple threat, Asuka, Charlotte, and Bianca. Uh, I've seen Bianca win twice at WrestleMania now. Uh, I don't want to see Bianca win. No. I, in my opinion, and I don't want to see Charlotte win either. I want to see Asuka whoop their ass. I do too. I want to see Asuka retain. Dude, she is a phenomenal champion. She's a phenomenal wrestler and, mm-hmm. you know, just – by her own merit, but like her yeah, as a champion, beautiful. I love because she's just she knows how good she is, and she just goes out there and you know got that shit eating grin on her face, and yep. I love it. You you know what the most attractive thing about Oscar is to me, and this is just me being a nerd, but Oscar owns both open and closed, and United States and Japan. So that means she has a open and closed version of every single game 
console and controller type for the Nintendo 64. So she has open and closed of every color system for both United States and fucking Japan. She has nice. the full release of every single thing for Nintendo 64. And when I saw that, I was like, that is the most attractive thing I've ever seen a woman. <laughs> how much How much do you think that unopened golden eye is worth? Bro, she has an unopened golden eye, an open golden eye in both English and Japanese. What the fuck? <sighs> what the fuck? Oh, my God. Yeah, Amazing. so Asuka needs to win this purely based on how cool she is. And, and it's going to be a great match. It really is. But I think Bianca needs... I mean, honestly, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind a Bianca heel turn here. You know, like really lean yep. into it. Yep. Join up with the Hurt Business. Be a bad bitch for God, dude, that. please let that happen. It needs I'm, to. I'm, it's needed to happen for a while. I've seen some fan-made art of just like some renderings of, you know, possibilities and everyone. I'm like, yes, yes, please. Yeah. What up, Toad? We're having a great stream. It's always a good time. Always a good time. Um, Dads don't know how to do it any other way. But I just, and I don't want to dwell on this too much, but we're talking about how awesome this, you know, just the women's matches are going to be on this card. AW, what, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, you have so much talent. And you don't do anything with it. And it drives me insane. Well, I, I, I on that note, I dynamite last night. One thing I, I stuck out and was really, I was talking to Jess about this. Like the AEW women's division always, always seemed to be split down the middle. You've had the TBS division and the TNT division. And, you know, you had Britt Baker and, and, and kind of that crew and uh, Soraya and Outcast, And then you had Jade and the TBS title. Mm -hmm. And then getting to see Taya come over and wrestle, call out Britt and wrestle Britt, it kind of felt like a little bit of that crossing those lines finally. And maybe yeah. hopefully you see some of those people crossing over your Sky Blues and your, uh, 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 you know, talent of that sort. And I, I love that. I really do. But I'm saying on, on a weekly television basis, like they just, I, I still haven't seen it yet, but from all the clips I've watched and everything I've read, like Willow versus Athena, Death Before Dishonor was one of the best women's matches like ever. And it's like, yeah. why can't we have, and they had a really good storyline going into it. They had history, everything like that. Like these women all have history with each other. Can we have an effing storyline, please? That's all I'm asking for. You know, like, I understand, you know, Taya called out Brit, whatever, great, but let's let's have some built, let's have some meaningful storylines. I agree, dude. Athena's been killing it, though. It's been awesome. Oh, I love it. Love she's it. She's fantastic. She's on a stride that she's never been on either, dude. So it's like, it's different to see her be so commanding in a way. But they, you can tell they have confidence in her. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And you said one of the best women's matches. I would say probably just one of the best wrestling matches just right. great chemistry against each other um and like you said history and uh and both those both those women aren't afraid to hit hard and get hit hard yep uh yeah. Cephas, i believe this one is for you i think it's kind of cool to see people doing this what up t-shirt i'm the guy who's talking to you at ihop about all the streaming and content happy to see you working yeah that's like i told you remember i uh 
I ran into him at IHOP when I was door dashing. This is the guy that, that streams the video games. We got to get on and oh, stream. Oh, yeah. Dude, I'm done. Yeah. yeah. Who, who is this? Lucha Bangle. What is that? Meow. Interesting. I, don't know. I have no idea what that is. Who day? Who day, Lucha Bangle? Who day, Lucha Bangle? Let's, let's, let's hope that Joey Burrow's okay with his little calf yeah. cramp from earlier. Indeed. Derek the Devastator, what's up? What, what up? up? Dude, I got to give Derek a huge shout out right now. Derek, when I logged on to TikTok yesterday and I went to go post my video and I saw that I had been tagged in a video from you, I clicked on it to see what it was. I did not expect to see you wear my shirt. Let me tell you, the motivation I felt from that, it's almost like it's almost like signing your first autograph. It has this 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 feeling of just like, the fact that you post, I've had people buy my shirts before plenty of times, but the the fact that you took it upon yourself to buy it and, and and make a video and tag me in it, man, I, bro, you are the absolute man. And when I'm done with this and I do my video for today's shirt, I got another shout out for you. Thank you so much, man. I'm a huge fan of you. I appreciate you being a fan of me and us and watching the show. At some point, we need to get you on for a chat and talk about uh, some wrestling. Maybe we'll bring you on a, on a Wrestle Talk episode as well. There you go. Hell yeah. Shout Hell out Derek yeah. the Devastator, baby. Love it. Look at that. Speaking of t-shirts, Pro Wrestling Tees and Tee Public. If you search the yeah, DWO podcast, you can see all our shirts. Tee Public does have more designs. Pretty much all of them designed by Mr. Magnificent over there. Uh, for now, the, the best one on there, though, uh, in my opinion, was designed not designed by, by me. <laughs> Cephas's daughter. Oh yeah, nine year old Maya. Which I need to order one myself so I can do it on my shirt. But I can't believe I still have it. It's literally I know, me, forgetting. Me I uh, I also I've been working on some designs for us as well. So awesome, oh, yeah, man. At Love some it. point here soon. Now that I have a new PC, I've been working on a lot of different shit. So Excellent. much coals in the fire, if you will. So, back to SummerSlam. Indeed. Before we forget that potential women's championship match, let me tell you something. Rhea is on fire, okay? Boy. But I cannot fucking stand. I got a back. I'm Rodriguez. <laughs> Look at my back. She's bringing sexy back. back. I got my big back, big back, big back, bitch. Like, I listen. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> No. no. I love Raquel Rodriguez. I think she's oh. a fantastic work worker. I think I, I think she does great matches. I can't stand the look at my back. I just I don't know. It fucking drives me crazy. It's I'm like, just looking uh, for it. It's, it's it's annoying. It really uh, is. And I I really like her as a worker too. I think she's phenomenal. But I just want to have more stuff. Have like she's had the same gimmick since she debuted in NXT. Is everybody look at my back like she wore the title backwards when she was yeah. NXT Women's Champion? Uh, we get it. You're big and strong. Yeah. G give me some substance for sure. Mm -hmm. She's like ramen, but they poured all the water out first. <laughs> like, ramen without the seasoning. Yeah. Like, come on. Like, you're, I, like you're noodle. I love noodles, but I want to taste it. I had some light salt to it. Here we go. Uh, thanks so much. I would definitely like to be on the show. Dude, or we'd love to have you on. We yeah, we'll, we'll chat with you about it. He, he's For sure. he's got a good way with words too, man. If you guys haven't checked his page out, he's got plenty of videos. Raquel's bringing sexy <laughs> back. Bringing look sexy at it. Back. Look, uh, you look at it. Would you just, just look, look at it? Up. Look at this. Look at that. <laughs> just look at it. Oh, where is he? I'd like to look at him. 
Ed Bass. We didn't get Ed Bassmaster on the show. Oh my God, I'd die. I won! I won! Dude. Uh, the amount, like, before the internet was really like the internet that it is today, I just remember, like, his videos were the viral videos I would show my friend. Have you guys seen this yet? Him and just Tom look at Mabe. it. <laughs> Tom Mabe was pretty good, too. Yeah, Tom Mabe. Yep. Oh yeah, absolutely. I really like. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with him, but I really like a guy that, that does shit now called Ross Creations. Um, uh, I think a, I'm familiar. Yeah, he's a blonde kid. And he does really crazy pranks, but he did a video, and it makes me cry every time with happy tears because he sneaks raw hot dogs into people's pockets while they're at the grocery store. Me and Mike did something similar one time. We snuck a, uh, what was that, a mustard packet into a, into a lady's purse once. That was fun. <laughs> It's something innocent, but like later, just imagine like, how did this? How did this come from? <laughs> and that that's what makes it funny is just thinking about the reaction down the road. That's the best part about the video with the hot dogs because some of the people, you know, they walk down the aisle a little bit and then they reach in for their phone, they find the hot dog, ha ha ha. There's the video, but there's a lot that just left. So these people got in their car and drove away with a fucking robot dog in their pocket. Reaching for their phone and like, what the hell? It's a wiener in my pocket. (laughs) You know, there's at least a few people out there whose lives were permanently fucking like, how did that get there? I need to know. But they'll never know. And I'd like to know what percentage of those people ate the hot dog. I I would hope a very fucking... If I find... (laughs) Unknown hot dog in my pocket. When I was a kid, just, I mean, I would go for raw hot dogs or uncooked I like raw hot dogs. Hot dogs Do you? Fuck yeah. I like them that cremated. Do you, you guys ever watch The League no. on FX? God damn it. Well, for Sorry. anybody that has ever watched The League, it's a great show. You guys would both love it. And, you showed uh, me clips before. One of, the, one of the characters on there is Rafi, and he's just a fucking wild card. Oh, and, yeah. That's what's his face from... Uh, Dennis, uh, Dennis Feinstein from Parks yes. and Rec. Yes. Okay. Um, and he like there's one there's a couple episodes where he just like grabs a hot dog out of his pocket and starts eating it, and they're like, "Dude, where, where did you get that?" He's like, "Pocket dog." <laughs> <laughs> it's the dumbest shit ever. It's like the dude with the cheeseburgers in Longest Yard. Yeah, like cheeseburger Eddie, but he just wanted a dog. cheeseburger. And there's like there's a there's another one where like they're all at a party and they're like oh we're all too drunk to drive and he's like it's okay I'm gonna go crap the booze out and I'll be good to go we'll drive. <laughs> he's just he's that he, guy. He he's in one of my favorite movies that uh, Dirty Grandpa. Yeah. Oh De Niro yeah. And Zac Efron. Bro, Pam, I the cops. Not. Yeah, Pam. <laughs> Classic Pam. I, I cannot <laughs> handle her being that uh, uh, sexually aggressive to Robert De Niro. I oh, I loved it. it. I'm like so Ike. in love with her. Like Ike. Oh, Aubrey I'm, Plaza. Oh, Aubrey Plaza. I love her so much. I think she's she, one of the most beautiful women in Hollywood. So to see her such a great way, sense like, of humor. I lo- lost my virginity at my pop pop's bingo. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me you want to have dinner at four thirty. <laughs> Act like you're searching for your glasses and you can't find them. <laughs> I can't find my glasses. 
I found a Werther's in your pocket. No, <laughs> I watched an interview. I watched an interview with her where she talked about. <laughs> she talked about how uncomfortable he was all the time. Because oh my god! Old, I imagine he's an old nice man, and she's just like she's like I put it on him hard. Like I went, <laughs> I went extra to the point where I felt like he wanted to get away from me when we were off. <laughs> oh. oh, that's great. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah. I'm going to need to go it. watch that movie after this now. Like, I, I, I you haven't seen Dirty Grandpa? Too. Go watch it, but put the oh, kids to bed first. So good. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Put the kids to bed before you watch that. Uh. <laughs> oh man. What so, match were we on? So what do we <laughs> think? Hold on. What do, let, let me say this first. What do we think about? For the first time ever, the WWE has three women's tag team champions. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's pretty kind of crazy. And one yeah. of them is a male. Yeah, well, uh, technically, he's one half of one half. Uh, so, oh, yeah, I, two, I, two, two and a half, two and a half women's tag team yeah. champions. Yeah, I mean, I mean, represent though. They got representation all over the world. The mm-hmm. indie god is uh, actually going to be at the other event that we're going to. While we were about to go back to SummerSlam, I feel like we would be remiss if we didn't bring up the fact that we are going to Wrestling Revolver. Heat him up. Heat him up, baby. It's going to be awesome. And I'm going to tell you this right now. I, I, I'll i say this here, even though I know Dan Boy is not watching, uh, but I love Matt Cardona. I've loved Matt Cardona since he was Zack Ryder, since he was an edgehead. Uh, when, he dropped, when he dropped, I would. When he dropped the Z True Hollywood story, I was sharing that shit on MySpace. That's how far back I go with uh, Cardona. But when we go to Revolver, fuck you, Matt Cardona. It's yeah, Jake mortal. fucking Christ. That's right. Yeah, mortal enemies. Chris. Also, thank you Chris. for dating all of us by dropping the MySpace reference. <laughs> I love MySpace. Dude, we, what a what a just talk about just like the Thunderdome of the internet, like ranking your friends, yeah. putting random HTML codes to customize your profile. Yeah, that shit was legit. Get on board, Zuck, you fucking wuss. <laughs> yeah. He got threads. Are we right. post on threads? Are we, are we... I've posted like three times. Dude, I forget we even have it, if I'm being perfectly honest. I, apparently, I, I, like a, a, there's like a mass exodus now that he, Elon named Twitter X or something. Oh no, yeah, nobody likes their X, man. Come on, <laughs> why go there? I don't know. I like Twitter the way it is. Yeah, um, I like giving people. I like the bird. Haven't you heard? I'll. Uh, I'm just gonna start just posting stuff. See, because I've never. I'm probably the wrong person to run it because I've never been a, a tweeter um and i know that's like the purpose of threads is just like quick little things quick little things um but we'll try to be more active on there it's a new it's a new platform we'll figure it out pretty sure our very first post was a i posted a, a gif of uh grandpa See? simpson like how looking at us how, how do you work <laughs> this thing all right so you guys ready for this yes so what it is but i'm ready so a horse walks into a bar okay oh god and he goes to sit down at the bar. <laughs> I heard this last night. Go ahead. <laughs> he, he goes to sit down at the bar, and the bar, and, and you know, the bartender's not really busy. So he, he says, "Hey, man, let me get a Manhattan." And the bartender is a little under uh, under knowledge, and he doesn't know how to make a Manhattan. So he does the best way he can. He googles it, but what he doesn't realize is that 
he makes it with wet vermouth. So when he hands it to the the horse, the horse is pretty pissed. He's like, "Hey man, you can't make a Manhattan with wet vermouth. It's got to be dry vermouth. You know, this is this is my drink. I'm not gonna pay nine dollars for this shit if you just fuck it up." And it kind of pissed the 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 bartender off. So the bartender, you know, kind of came back angry at him. He's like, "Listen here, man. You know, if you don't calm down and just drink what you got, you know, and I mean, maybe I'll make you another one. But you need you need to chill out, you know, or I'm gonna kick you out." And the horse gets real fucking pissed, man. So he takes his hoof and he puts his hoof in his mouth and he bites on it real fucking hard. And he starts tugging and he starts pulling at it. And the tendons start snapping and the skin starts ripping and he rips his whole fucking hoof off with his mouth. And then he looks at his other hoof and he bites that hoof and he does the same thing. And he tears his fucking hoof off and he holds his two horse stumps up and then two hands sprout out of the horse stumps. Okay, and then after that, he takes both of those hands and he grabs his horse mouth and he opens his horse mouth and teeth start flying off and horse meat and horse blood is flying all over. And the bartender's freaking out and he's losing his fucking mind. He can't believe what he's he can't believe what he's seeing. And then lo and behold, as the horse opens his mouth, what appears in the middle of the horse's mouth? But John Taffer from Bar Rescue. And he was trying (laughs) to save that bar. It's so stupid, but I can't help but laugh. <laughs> it's my. Favorite. I can't believe that's where that went. And, oh and my all, all two of our viewers just left. Thanks. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And we just got canceled. Uh, I heard that last night while we were playing Xbox, and I was just like, what in the actual fuck did I just listen to? <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to get a good one in once in a while. Yeah. It was a good one. It hey, do you know one. what's red and bad for your teeth? Bricks. A, a brick. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> There's uh, more. I mean, Derek liked it. That was really good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We retained one. <laughs> Love it. Yes. Boom. <laughs> We're not for everybody, but we are for somebody. Love it. Very but very particular set of skills. That's right. <laughs> I don't know what Very, are, very bad jokes. Them. Yeah. Um so I hope we got enough stories for four hours of a drive come next week. Oh yeah, we do. I'm There's sure four of us. Yeah. I got yeah. at least an hour in me. <laughs> As chatty as we all are. Come on now. You know what um, we ought to do? We ought to record the whole conversation there and maybe chop that up and uh I love it. I was oh, we'll get we'll get some good bits out of that for sure. That sounds like a good idea. We could chop it together, maybe take some time and then release a special SummerSlam bro- Deadpool karaoke. Bro. Bro. I believe everything God love. <laughs> dude i'm well, in we just as, long, as, as long as we all sing uh party in the usa the there at least once what song just some creed we, we need oh, to yeah to some creed. Right open. <laughs> Welcome to this place if we're going to a wrestling event, we got to sing the fucking My Sacrifice. <laughs> Either that or we need to sing uh, Kingdom 7,000 times. <laughs> I remember when, when Owen had just recently passed away, it was maybe a couple years after they came out with that song, 
and it featured a clip or two of him and like Stone Cold and the neck brace. And I remember as a kid, I cried hearing it the first time. And I was just like, yeah. I remember going back as an adult, like that made me fucking cry. Why? Why did I fucking cry about that? I remember just seeing that. Like I miss Owen. I, speaking to Owen, I was just I was speaking to someone. I think it was today or yesterday, and was, you know, not a you know a avid wrestling fan, but was you know back in the day knew people. Asked about Bret Hart's brother, you know, went to did one of them die? I was like, yeah, it was Owen. You know, happened in an event, and just explaining how when everything went down, and then the fact that they continued the match afterwards is like, there's no way in hell they would do that today, right? I don't know, man. Do you think if that happened today that they would still continue on? See, I think no. I feel like they would have stopped back then too, but I feel like the reason it kept moving is because he hadn't been pronounced dead by the time that they pulled him out of the ring. You know what I mean? I feel like they still thought he was going to be okay, maybe. And that you know, I, maybe that maybe I'm wrong on that. I wasn't there, but it just seems like if they knew outright he was dead before they continued that match, I feel like they might have. You know what I mean? Like. Now, do you think that maybe, just maybe, that the Bengals and Bills set up some sort of precedence? That might be it, too. I have something I to know, do with I it. mean, look at it. I mean, with it, we were at it in Cincy at AEW when Hangman oh, got yeah. hurt. I mean, they yeah. stopped the whole yeah. fucking thing. Yeah. The guy falls from the fucking rafters. You don't continue. I'm going to. Go off on a yeah. tangent. I, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean this. to bring up a bunch of negativity. No, I just, fine. it's just but crazy wait, to think man. about the way things went down and just how it is a, how a different times were. Problem. That's all. Yeah, for sure. I get the show must go on thing, but that's a little fucking past extreme. That's more. Well, and back then, too, like the only way you were seeing anything was the cameras that were there. Nobody had yeah. camera phones yeah. or anything like that. So. They didn't allow the video cameras that were this big in. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of tragedies in wrestling, we got to be remiss if we didn't uh, mention, say, rest in peace to Darren Drozdov. I found that guy uh, to be an absolute uh, inspiration with the way that he took the cards that he was dealt and uh, still played them in a positive way. He spoke a lot on positive mental health as well, which is something, as we've talked about before, we're huge advocates for. We're huge advocates for dads and men and women and anyone or whoever you are. Talk about how you feel. Make sure that, you know, if you need some help to reach out. So he, he promoted that. So, you know, salute to Mr. Drozdov. Absolutely. You know, uh, one title or one set of titles, rather, that aren't, per, you know, really forecasted to be defended is the tag, the unified tag team championships. True. It's, they keep getting uh, I, on this I, BS, you know, week in and week out with the, uh, I almost called them the Dark Order, Judgment Day. Judgment Day. They're, <laughs> they're, both, they're both purple. Um, well, uh, so from what I've heard, KO is shoot injured right now. Yes. I don't know how bad it is. Uh, they said it's a rib injury. So maybe they're just like not chancing it. Like having a mat, they're like, you know, Forecasting a match and absolutely RIP draws, man. Uh, and you know, may, I'm sure they'll have like a spot at SummerSlam somewhere, but maybe just not a title match. Or maybe we were wrong. I mean, we still we still have Raw and and SmackDown. We yeah, still have SmackDown, SmackDown tomorrow. tomorrow. You know, um, 
I'm loving that there, it's actually like, you know, why it used to be Raw was the, the show to can't miss. Now it seems like SmackDown week oh, in and week out has been yeah. just on point. I, I'm, I'm loving that WWE television is exciting to watch again. Yeah, it's nice. It's fun. It's starting to feel like you know, everyone says the Attitude Era was great. The only reason the Attitude Era was great, and they've said this before in videos, is because everyone mattered. It's starting to feel like that again. All these characters have a story. They have a reason. Not everyone. There's still some people falling through the cracks. But for the most part, we're on a, a wave with WWE that we've not been on in a while, which is why we're so excited for SummerSlam. Like we've told, talked before, this is Big Rig's first ever WWE. This is your first pay-per-view. And you guys are, I mean, bro, this is going to be in about the a good one to pick. I've right? You know, and I've been to multiple WrestleManias, and I think this might be in the top two or three shows that, I've, that I have seen card-wise. You know what I mean? Like, still to this day, I think the the best match I've seen live would have to be John Cena versus AJ Styles. Uh, oh yeah, when he, oh, when wow. he won his sixteenth title, uh, and I saw that at the Royal Rumble in Austin, Texas. That was fantastic. But I think that we have a chance to see that be, you know. Uh, one-upped with some of these matches here, especially uh, I, I know this is a lot saying this from being an intercontinental title match, but Gunther versus Drew McIntyre. Oh, it's going to be so good. Has a chance wait. to be the match of the night. It could mm-hmm. be match of the year. I'm telling you, Gunther Dude, is That's going to be like, you know, you had Gunther and Sheamus at Clash of the Castle. Gunther and yeah. Drew is going to be that, but it's going to have their own twist on it. It's not yeah. going to be a repeat, but it's... Yeah. Oh, they know how good that that Sheamus and Gunther was. Right. And I was like, okay, we had this. Let's try to reach that level again. You know, it's got to be in the back of their heads. They're going to beat the the forefront. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's going to be. Well, I mean, we saw the triple threat at Mania, too. So, like, (laughs) we know what somewhat of what they can do together. So I'm I'm definitely excited for a one on one. And uh, Drew being gone for a little bit, definitely, uh, I think I was all right for him. You know, it kind of gave him some breathing room, gave people time to miss him a little bit. And mm-hmm. now it's like, fuck yeah, Drew's back. I could see him being the one to, to take it off of Gunther. Yeah. And then maybe set up a potential feud with him and uh, and Sheamus. Yeah. Because I still think, I still like to see Sheamus get that IC title. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I mean, you, we've seen Drew versus Sheamus so many times, but I never get tired of it. Just because those guys thing. know each other so well, and it, they're perfect together. That writes itself, what you guys are talking about right there. Because if, if Drew beats Gunther, okay, then Gunther wants his title back. We work our way all the way to WrestleMania, and we do a triple threat between those three for the Intercontinental title, right? And then we let uh, Sheamus win it at, at WrestleMania, and then with the very next night on Raw, we can give it back to Gunther. That way, Gunther doesn't get pinned. He gets the fucking t- title back. He's still strong, and we give it to Sheamus once, so he can be the you know the, the triple crown or Grand Slam champion. I'd, honestly, I'd like to see Sheamus have a run with it, dude. I yes. think Sheamus still has a lot in the tank. Sure, and, absolutely. You know, I don't, I don't think Gunther loses anything. Not, I, I'd say he moves on after WrestleMania and goes after a world title. That's what I was gonna say. I like I like to see him be, um, you know, kind of forecasting farther into the future. But I like to see, I could see him versus Cody Rhodes, you know, for for that title. Speaking of which, 
for whatever Cody title Rhodes versus Brock. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, <laughs> and part, my soul. Part trace. Yeah, if the the culmination. Yeah. Hopefully, I'm telling you on Raw or SmackDown, wherever it is, they're going to add a stipulation to this. They're going to add something to this because they're not just going to do a regular ass, regular ass rubber match. I wouldn't be surprised to her. You see some kind of bull whip or dog collar or, or Brock leaves WWE. Something, some kind of something or other. Brock's due for a break, isn't he? Cody goes over, obviously, right? Yeah. He fucking better. Gunther versus Drew definitely will be a huge match. Truly will be a huge pop if Drew wins the IC title. Definitely will make up for him being WWE champion in the pandemic year. Yeah, talk about getting a raw deal. I mean, like, yeah. kudos to him for carrying that title during the pandemic. I still think he needs another world title run. Doesn't have to be right now, but I would say in the next two years, he definitely deserves a win at WrestleMania for the world title. But you have to put that IC title on somebody who's going to give it the same kind of justice that Gunther's that done. Gunther has. Yep. Because he has made it so relevant again. Yeah. And, um, yeah, you have to put it on somebody who's going to continue that momentum. Well, then that tears it. Then we need to just give it to the Miz. I mean, I wouldn't be mad. I love the Miz. Don't start with your Miz bullshit. What, what Miz bullshit? Mike Mizanin is, a, awesome. is an absolute generational talent. Thank you. I'm a, I'm a big Ms. Mark, so, right, so something you might not know about me. I've been I've been a, I've been a Mike. Both of you, and I'm just going to talk by myself. Um, so what's up, everybody? How's it? I can unmute myself. Mike can unmute himself. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> That'd have been pretty cool, though. That's, um, that's the first ever double muting. I, I I saw the opportunity and I took it. Um, that's pretty good. Yeah, but Sorry. I don't know, man. Uh, I think we're just we're in for such a good show. I'm so ex- like for so long there were so many WWE pay per views that I was just like everything feels so phoned in, and this this feels like something. I like it when like it it's not as easily predictable you know and it's like i feel like a lot of them in the last few years have just been like you i don't even have to watch like i can basically know what the results are all going to be and and i I really feel like this one has so many question marks that it could things could go either way on a lot of these matches speaking of question marks we still have one more match we haven't talked about that's already for sure announced that's seth versus finn oh shit dude (laughs) dude God, we are in for such a good card. Oh my! Seth versus Finn. Can we get Demon? Can we get the Demon? I would. Lo- I just want to be only for the simple fact that I want to be there live and in person for the for Demon, Demon entrance. Yeah. I saw yeah. Demon Finn versus Bobby Lashley at Mania. That was pretty cool. Uh, speaking of Bobby Lashley, yeah, please let this happen. Please sport. let this happen. <laughs> oh yeah, the 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 new Hurt business. Yeah, I'd love to see them do something tag team related uh you know that happens storyline wise with them at uh mania versus ko you know what i mean have them fucking take ko and sammy's titles at mania surprise everybody yeah. I, I i know it's probably a long shot because they're gonna be tied up in other stuff but i would love like build the build the hurt business from SummerSlam all the way to mania just like 
a strong ass faction and like or you could even do it at like survivor series this year and do hurt business versus bloodline or something you know what i mean or, like i don't know if they'll that's be back a, that's together, the thing with the bloodline but... now is now that they've established that bloodline and they've had such this unprecedented like you know legendary storyline and run even if they break up now you know a year or so down the road they bring them back together oh baby faces immediately yep huge you know that's a la kind of the shield you know the way they did the shield they break them up bring them back together break them up bring them back together it or might pretty... be the best wrestling story of the 2000s uh, yeah I, I i would get down with that it might be dude i mean the only thing I think that could compare, in my opinion, are two different things. And one is the fact of the invasion of WWE, whether people liked it or not. I still think it was a major story. The invasion of WWE, WCW, ECW shit in the early 2001. You're talking think, about um, Malenko, uh, Guerrero, and... Uh, I'm talking more like actual, I purchased WCW. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm talking that. I'm talking the debut of AEW. Uh, when Moxie came out and did his uh, DDT, I feel mm -hmm. like that was another moment that holds to that level. And then what we're talking about right now, storyline-wise, with the, the Bloodline. So the, the rise of AEW, Bloodline, or WCW being purchased by WWE. Those are the three main stories of our generations right here. You know what I mean? We Stone Cold was the 90, 1999, you know what I mean? 97 yeah. through 99. So it's that's not quite the 2000s yeah Derek agreement with us too yes right. I could bring the hurt business back dude I'm telling I, you that bro, and do it so right good. this time I mean like I appreciate how they did it before um where they kind of had you know Shelton Benjamin stuff like that but you know bringing in younger guys you know Street Profits already have obviously notoriety yeah. they're multiple time champions but you know seeing them in a different light maybe even a heel fashion you know because they've always been huge baby faces you know, just give them a chance to work a little heelish, you know, and like you said with Bianca Belair, bring her in, you know, on that heel tip and uh, see where that goes. I'd love to see that out of them. Just a big, awesome. badass fashion. And then Carmelo Hayes in there. Get out of here. Yeah, because like what other factions are there? Like you got Judgment Day and Bloodline that are like the big factions, right? Yeah. Bloodline's kind of crumbling a little bit. Who knows how long Judgment Day is actually going to stay together. Hurt, like I would love to see more big factions, like because that AEW's always kind of done that. It's always been like gang warfare, big faction versus big love faction, it. you know, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I would love to see WWE do a little more of that. And I'm not saying it has to be everything, but more than just two, you know. Yep. So just for shits and giggles, give me somebody that's never held the world championship in WWE that you want to see hold the world championship by the end of 2024. I'll start and I'll, I, I'm going to go out there on a limb and I'm going to say Chad Gable. I'd love that. I would be all behind a Chad Gable championship, chicken shit heel. I won no, the dude, title. I think he'd be a good baby face champion. Yeah, but it'd be hard to, well, you could get him there, but it would be difficult. You know what I mean, storyline-wise. I mean, the obvious one is Lanite. Um, mm -hmm. But g give me a second to think, because your Chad Gable one made me think a little bit. There's a lot of good ones out there. Yeah. Who, who who deserves that gender Mahal treatment? 
who deserves that what the fuck he's champion right i would do I felt good. that way when sheamus became champion for the first time Same, i was dude. mad as hell yeah like he just beat john cena like that yeah what? pissed <laughs> there's a um, lot of out there man yeah there really is so man oh you, you mentioned factions though you didn't even mention lwo well, yeah, LWO is a big one for sure. You know what? That's what uh, uh, Santos Escobar. That's a great one. That's a good one. That was that was on my brain too. That's a great one. He's he's fantastic, man. Awesome worker and you know natural babyface, but he can be a real shithead heel too. So yeah, mm-hmm. because um, Legado del Fantasma and NXT was one of the best. Like them uh, versus Hit Row before they did the 2.0 bullshit. That yeah. was great. What about you, Mike? You got some boys? Um, uh, Carmelo Hayes. Yeah. Okay. That'd be a fucking young one too. We ain't done a real young one like that since they haven't done it. Honestly, you know, maybe maybe use that that new uh, that hurt business to kind of elevate him there, and uh, you know have have a similar situation. You could even do, I mean, like, remember how we were talking about how Money in the Bank, the ladder match this year, was like any of these guys could do it. Like, yeah, Ricochet, you know, all, whatever. Oh, like, man. you could pick anybody from that ladder match to be champion by the end of 2024, and I'd be like, except oh, for Logan yes. Paul, except for yeah. Logan Paul, I would yeah, be very, not. very <laughs> irate if that happened. Name one person you don't want to see have the WWE title in the next ten years, Logan, Logan Paul. Paul. I, uh, I got to also throw out there, I would like to see Miss Caden Carter, a.k.a. Lacey Lane, uh, one of my personal friends. I'd like to see her get a surprise run with the title. I feel like she would yeah. do amazing. Are, are they not doing them as a tag team anymore? I'm not certain. I feel like they're just on like a pause right now. Yeah. I, well, I she had, a, she had a, a singles dark match uh, like two weeks ago. Okay. Apparently, so I—that's why I was asking. I think, I mean, I'd, I'd be a hundred percent down for that. She's in, immensely athletic and talented, and I and think she's incredibly cool. If if she wasn't signed right now, I could almost guarantee uh, that she'd say yes to the podcast. She's been exceedingly cool to me in the in the past. Uh, you know what I mean? I I saw her wrestle in places small like FGW. You know I can't I mean? even get through the Impact Wrestling fl- uh, firewall. Yeah. <laughs> How am I ever gonna get through WWE? <laughs> yeah. We gotta get more views, baby. So we're just gonna keep making more content. We're gonna get everyone that we can and will. I'm working on Renee Dupree, hopefully here soon. I don't want to mention anyone guaranteed, except for for Headlock Comic Guy. But we've got a lot of people brewing. We've got somebody who has uh, refereed for for WWE in the past uh, that's coming up. We've got all kinds of people, and we are trying like hell to get a couple more as well. We're having uh, Mr. Telsomania back on. Yes. When Moxley did the paradigm shift, DDT to kind of oh, yeah. on the glass coffee. T- yep. Big Dude, time. John Moxley brought me to W or to AEW. Yeah. Hey. Dude, I, I, ha- I was going like, you ever go back, like you're looking for a picture in your camera roll and you're just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Mm-hmm. Dude, I went back all the way to 2019 and then I see it. I had a screenshot of jo- the John Moxley's all elite graphic. Really? Yeah. Buddy, let me tell you, they, you know how we've said that we had a progression and like our graphic design work, 
AEW did too because that was not good. <laughs> it looked like it looked like our early work. I need you to send that to me so I can feel good about myself. <laughs> oh yeah, it's I'm, yes, I will send that to you. It's that's funny, man, because you know that's what I said when we were talking in our private chat. I really think my goal with this show, like I'm, I'm so all in with with DWO. I have a mental goal of wanting to hit a thousand podcasts with you guys, and if we did that, just saying, there's only 52 weeks in a year, and if we did two shows a week, 104 episodes, it's 104 a year. So that means we need to go around 10 years for me to be satiated with this. So let's let's uh, set a set a goal, a mental goal of trying to hit a thousand episodes together. I think we. I'm in, dude. I'm in. It's going to be a lofty, lofty goal. But here's another clip we can use at the thousand episode special. Yes. Oh, we care. We did it. Thousand episodes. And here we are. <laughs> it's cool. Of, uh, it's it's code live to come in and check us out, man. That was that yeah. guy was cool. So uh, hell yeah, man. Um, Well, you fellas got anything else you want to? Chat I'm excited for Revolver. Yes. And like uh, he said, you can't listen to us live next Thursday, but you could come see us live yeah. next Thursday. We will be in Dayton, Ohio at the Wrestling Revolver Heat 'em Up show. Um, come see us at the meet and greet. We will have a merch table set up with all of our merch. You two can be as cool as the dads and have a cool dad yep. world order hat, beanie, or t-shirt. Uh, or, you know, get a picture with that or just say, hey. Uh, John Moxley's going to be there wrestling Gringo Loco. Yeah. And that, I mean, mean. (laughs) let me tell you something else. Uh, I'm a little sad about though. And I want to send good, get well messages to Leo rush because Leo rush has been injured and has been pulled from GCW, which more than guarantees that he is being pulled from this next week's show. We were going to see him versus Byron Reed, which (sighs) is such a shame because that was going to be an absolute, I mean, the young goat awesome versus show stealer. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, the man of the hour versus the young goat was going to be great. But I'm going to tell you this right now. I know being a fan of Myron Reed and being a fan of Revolver, that they got something else in store for us. And yeah, whenever something like out. that happens with Revolver, they find a way to, like, make chicken salad Sammy's, out of chicken Sammy's shit. so good at that. He, I yeah. mean, he can get a last second, oh, shit, what are we going to do? And just be like, all right, let's do this. And it's awesome. And- so. And by the way, we have not publicly talked about this. We've talked about it privately. But how fucking cool is it that we're like, you know, we got the post that oh, the official sponsors of of, of, of uh, Pro Wrestling Revolver, you know, and oh dude, it when the, the, I, men- I, I can't. the fact that we're mentioned the same breath as like Swerve's podcast. Yes. Yeah. Speaking so of Swerve City, you want to have us on, just let us know, man. Yeah. Pod for pod, baby. We'll come yeah. to your show. You know what I'm saying? Just elite podcast. Uh, and if you can't make it to Revolver Heat 'em Up, fight, fight plus. It's and like seven bucks a month, dude. If you can't do that, wait till August 8th, and we'll have Tussle Mania on again. And he'll be our first ever three-peat guest, right? Yes. Three times. Three first time, ever three-time guest that day. And uh, we're going to have him on to discuss the recap of our trip to SummerSlam and our absolutely – uh, incredible event that we're going to the revolver heat them up. So we'll have a oh, good yeah. explanation then. Like we want, hopefully we have one in the, uh, uh we call it in the uh, chamber episode wise. Didn't we record one that we didn't use? No, 
No. No, we posted. Oh, no, we, okay, that was Jack that we did on Wednesday and aired on yeah. Saturday. Okay, yep. So we don't have one in the in the chamber. Maybe we can figure out a, a guest somehow between now and then. We'll see if right. we can figure it Absolutely. out. Absolutely. Well, look at that. Oh, sorry. Oh. I was doing the same thing. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. right. it's, it's your gig. I'm sorry. Too many hands <laughs> in the pot. No, it's You're fine. the best, brother. Uh, Derek, thank you so much, man. And, uh, if y'all are watching right now and you're not subscribed, be like Derek. Be like Derek. Give it us don't a, hurt give you it, to subscribe. It's two clicks. Give us a like, the thumbs up, and subscribe. Yeah. The one that says subscribe. I, I, you I all mean, have if you can't you. read, just you know, imagine what subscribe would look like and click that. Even even if you're just listening to us on Audible and you found us on Audible or you found us on Apple Podcasts or you found us somewhere else, go to YouTube. Go to YouTube.com slash dw underscore podcast and click subscribe yeah if you think it's fun listening to you should watch this too because yeah, to see these we have some really wonderful cool dead faces um <laughs> and you know it, i i love doing this with you guys i just have to say we've it's talked about it a lot how you know we have our rough days where it's just like oh man you're just so Wore out and exhausted. I know I've had mine in the past couple of weeks, but getting on here and doing this with you guys is is the best. So. I've literally started an episode in a sour mood, and then by the time you know we're into it, it is gone. Yeah. So it's ditto exactly what you said, man. This is this is therapy. Therapy, yeah, yeah ab- sure. absolutely, it really it is, is therapeutic, and it is a, a huge, bright, positive point in in my everyday life, and I, I. I Love you guys both so much for for being part of this with me. Yeah, absolutely. Man. I, uh, you know, we started you know, this. At, we're coming coming up on a year now. Uh, you know, a year ago, it started as a as a group chat, and all the all the pieces just fell into place. And who'd have thought we'd be here? You know, and who knows where we'll go from here? I know where well, I want to go. While yeah. we're on that topic, uh, you know, with it being July twenty seventh, I think it's perfect to announce that uh, my first two guests on my own personal podcast, which I'm doing uh, called Shirts and Stuff. I'm still doing DW podcast, so nobody worry. I'm not leaving here. Uh, like I said, we just vowed to do a thousand episodes. But right. uh, <laughs> I am starting my own interview show. It's not really going to have anything to do with pro wrestling. It's going to be just more just interviewing people, asking who they are, how they are, and you know what makes them who they are. And uh, the first episode happens to fall. I, mean, I gave myself a date to start my show. And it falls on August 2nd, which also happens to be the one-year anniversary of me meeting this dude in the line. So my first guest will be Mr. Big Rig. And then the very next week, August 9th, my guest will be... Which way do I need to point? That, Other way. Wait, wait, wait. It's not that hard. It's me. It's, it's, it's for the yeah, it's Mike. <laughs> Just point so, the opposite yeah. way. Tune in, tune, tune, tune in to my... Uh, a little different spin on a, on on us right it's yeah. going to be a little more candid a little more uh a little more private a little more yeah. uh you know I look forward to it yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be neat uh my co-host for that is actually my brother the guy that i said is our new brandon cutler for the dwo uh but oh, my yeah. co-host on that is my brother so me and my brother are going to host this show which is really cool when you really think about it i get the chance to spend some more time with him every wednesday uh and you know it's gonna be a little free form but you know that's what we do here but it's just no wrestling in this well i guess we could talk a little bit but it's not going to be... Uh, it's, it's in your blood. It's going to creep in there. It's going to creep in, but it won't be... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of... 
Yeah, that's the whole thing. And plus, one thing I want to mention before we get off of here. We talked about things that WWE likes to pepper in when they want to tell you, like, you know, The, the Rock's coming soon. Something that I've seen them share in the past, uh, I think it was like last week on their uh, uh, Twitter, they posted a thing about the last night that all the titles changed. When, when every, was that? when I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was in the uh, invasion angle era where every mm-hmm. title that was on the line changed. And Dude, that would be a, monumental. They made a comment about, well, I wonder when this is going to happen again, like, or something like that. I was like, oh, is this pepper? Is this pepper on the taters? Little like, salt, uh, little pepper. Uh, it gets hurt. Bro. I'd love it. All right. Well, as always, we have been the DWO podcast. I have been Big Rig Eric Maffey. He has been Mr. Magnificent Mike Martin. He has been wrestling t-shirt guy Cephas. Give us a like. Give us a subscribe. Go check out our T Public Pro Wrestling Tees. Uh, check us out on all the socials at DWO underscore podcast. Uh, Facebook at the DWO podcast. And TikTok at DWO underscore pod. Because we're really bad at getting unified handles. It's because um, Facebook doesn't let, allow an underscore. Yeah. Blast you. Uh, which doesn't make any sense because Instagram and Facebook are the same freaking company. Like, just yeah. whatever. Anyway. We're listening um, to us on every, pretty much every single every, Yeah, if you're listening audio on audio, um, give us a review. Five stars would be fantastic. We'd really appreciate that. It really helps um, so much, y'all. It really, it really does. does. It, it it helps, you know, with the algorithm. I know that's a buzzword that everybody uses, but it's it's a thing. You know, we've, we've had videos of ours that, you know, gain some traction and out of nowhere, you know, like videos we think are going to gain traction, they don't, and then other ones that just absolutely blow up. It just depends on what, what catches on. So uh, share, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. And until next time, Top Dads, out. Dad, 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 dad,